Whack Matters is brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial where you can test out Audible's awesome audiobook monthly subscription service. Make sure to go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. Okay, so you see, uh, I've been taking a uh, history class, and uh, it's like prehistory up to like uh, 1500s. Um, prehistory is in, as in, it's before history? Yeah. So anyways, we've been learning about a lot of history stuff and I'm just really excited to, um, to learn about the time when like literally everyone on earth was engaged in some form of combative martial art. Like, I just can't wait for that because it said that, um, it said that back then, like the speed at which anyone could kick was comparable to that of the speed of lightning traveling from the sky down to the earth. And like... It how was many, said that it was, many, like, really scary, too. How many martial arts can you name? The only important one. Glock Fu. Dude, see, I know so, I know so many. Origami. Haiku. Um, Punchonomics. Sushi. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay, but did you get my joke, though? No. Wait, what one? The Glock Fu or no, the... No, before that. No, I have no idea what you were talking about. What were you referencing that I didn't know? The time when everybody was kung fu fighting. I hate you. <laughs> Those kicks were fast as lightning. <sighs> In fact, it was a little bit frightening. Dun na 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 na. I do think it's funny that uh that's the intro that you went to, because um, the intro whenever. I would record stuff with Ian, like when me and Ian were doing our podcast and stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime we didn't have an intro, I kind of just look over him and just burst into song. <laughs> and he would usually the intro ended up being him yelling at me, or a joke we would make after I sang a part of a song. It was never really like the song was the in. Well, sometimes it was. It was very rarely the song was the intro, but. I did, uh, we, it was there. Hey everybody, welcome to Tune In. uh, I'm sure you can tell by now, but just in case you haven't, this is a podcast where me and my friend, Fernando, Karsten, uh, we talk about, uh, cartoons and how important and intelligently they can be made and how they're made for all ages, not just children. Um, the way that we kind of, the format of the show is each episode of our podcast, Tune In, we talk about two episodes of a uh, animated show and we do it a season at a time so right now we're going through season one of avatar the last airbender this is our second episode dedicated to this it's episode 21 we're talking about episodes three and four of avatar the last airbender karsten so episode three is called the southern air temple now this is uh, in this episode it's kind of where uh we start to realize that things might be getting a little serious. Aang's going to realize... It's the episode where Aang realizes things really are different. And it's not not different in a good way. So, <clears throat> I've got a question for you first, Marcus. Do you remember anything from this episode? Because if... Yes. Okay. Do not? No, I do. I just don't want to carry the whole thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so a little bit of behind the scenes for everybody. Um, we we don't like staying up late. 
We so. like staying up late, and I was... Well, I do. I stay up late so often. Oh, okay, yeah. I like staying up late. I just don't... We're I just both, have to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, Yeah, so. we're both big boys with grown-up jobs and stuff, and I don't have to, but I do wake up at 5 a.m. I don't know why I'm so much quieter than you are. I'm trying to figure that out. I have a natural... I'm a loud boy. Yeah, but, like, I'm trying to, like, yell or compensate to get our levels the same, and I'm, like, cranked. And it's usually the inverse. I'm usually way louder than you are. But, um... Yeah, it's kind of weird. Hold up. Oh. I thought... Okay. No, you're good. Okay, keep going. Um, so they're starting their they're starting their journey to get to the other pole of the Earth, and I think they're going from south to north because their first stop is the South Air Temple, the Southern, Southern Air, Air Temple. Yeah. So it makes sense if they're going from south to north. So yeah, they're going to the North Pole. I answered my own question there. I'm brilliant. Um, yeah, they're on their way to the North Pole, and they the first stop they make is at the Southern Air Temple, which is the Air Temple that Aang was raised in, and Aang. I thought, I thought you said raced. In. Like, Aang did a really dope race in the Southern Air Temple one time, and I was really confused for a second. You know, so he's raised. This one is a little sad. I just, like, I'm, as we're talking, I remember, I told you a lie earlier when you asked if I remembered anything that happened in the episode, uh-huh. and all I remembered was some of the dumb stuff about, um. You see, it helps that I've seen this episode like five times. So, are you having issues over there? A little bit. But wow. We're good. We're all good. Okay, it's well. Um, I have seen it. Oh, I've also seen it five times, but I've also seen the rest of the, the rest of the show like five times. Yeah, I've only seen the first four episodes five times. So, yeah. It's all good. Keep going. Okay. So, on the way to the Air Temple, Aang's talking about all... He's telling uh, Katara and... Um, it left me. Sokka? Yes. Uh, Katara and Sokka about all the great things that are at the Air Temple and how it's going to be amazing and they're going to have a great time and they and they get there and it's kind of unusually quiet but they don't think much of it at first so Aang starts showing them this uh, airball court which is right on the outside of the town and it's kind of like some weird mix of Quidditch and soccer yeah um one like I'm sure that there's like some like giant nerdo who can talk about like all of this stuff and whatnot, but uh, I don't know any of the stuff like from the show, um, and I don't. One of my whole things is like world building. I think world building like when done in a cool way can be dope, um, and I really wish I understood the rules to this game, but um, and I wish that you could watch people play it. Like I wish there was a. A better flashback of Aang and his boys playing. I also forgot pop filters, and I bet we're hitting every single plosive so hard. Yeah, no, so we watch... Which I think is funny that you have to be an airbender to play this game. So Aang essentially is like, yeah, let's play Sokka just to bully him, I guess. Or something. Because he just like, he's like, yeah, check out this cool airbending. You got hit by the ball very hard because you can't airbend. What's up? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. Okay. So Aang wins and bullies him a little bit. And then they go and they find the giant door that he wasn't allowed to go in. Yeah. Right? And, um, and... Katara and Sokka both n- noticed that, oh, this place is abandoned because the Fire Nation attacked it and killed everyone. Uh, but Aang's just like, oh, maybe everyone's just inside and being really quiet. 
So they get to the so they get to that like main room of the temple where the door's closed and Aang's, and they're just like, okay, how do we get this door open? And Katara, no, shut and, up. Okay. Not you. Sorry. Okay. So Katara and Sokka are trying to open the door and it's just not budging and Aang's just like, hey, you stupid. You gotta open it with air bending. Freaking normies. So yeah, you big you big dumb boy. So he opens up. So he uses air bending to open up the door in this neat little. It's not a montage. Or sequence. It's just a scene. <laughs> but like... And the cool... Well, so, so you see this cool thing that some cartoons do is they essentially... They, they take, animate the they door They take opening. a bunch of pictures and put them together. And if you watch those pictures in a sequence of like, I don't know, let's just pretend to say around 30 of them in a second. Um, you'll like the pictures, like each picture is a little bit different than the last picture and it makes it look like the door opens. It's really cool. I like how you just kind of like forgot how animation works for a second. No, I was thinking like they, they anim, they show like the, the mechanism of the door working. And for some reason my brain went montage. Yeah. There's a cool montage where you just watch the door twist and turn while the air runs through it to open it up. If it's like a montage, then it's safe to assume that it took literally 30 minutes for the door to open in showtime. What if, what if it was a time lapse? No. So it's, it's, it was a, it was a time lapse and they just don't reference it, but actually Aang and, Aang and Katara and Sokka sat there for an hour and a half. (laughs) And they just don't reference it. All right, keep going. So then they, well, then they walk in, and there's a bunch of statues, and Aang... Fr- and this was, like, kind of neat. Aang just knows that all of them are previous avatars. But he doesn't know how he knows. He's just Yeah, like, he oh, just knows. Yeah. And like, Kind of like when you look in the mirror and recognize all of your past lives. Yeah. Um... <laughs> uh, so they lean in more to the fact of, like, the reincarnation of the avatar and the cycle of it. Because, like, they, they've not referenced the cycle, really, thus far. And the idea is, like, it's Water, air. fire, air. Yeah, and then it kind of repeats. And every time the Avatar dies, he wakes up as the next one. So he knows the name of Avatar Roku, the Avatar before him. And then they see something spooky behind him, a giant shadow. What is it? Lunch. No, it's their new friend. Um... Anyway, Aang and Sokka get into an argument about it, about what it, what it's going, like, if it's lunch or their new friend. Um, and during the whole chase scene, they kind of get to the part um, where they chase the uh, lemur. Winged lemur. Winged lemur that they named Momo um, into this small cave. And Aang sees the skeletons of a bunch of his friends and his old teacher and some fire bending like armor. Ma- armor. Armor. Fire Nation armor. And then he gets very sad and has an existential crisis about how he was a bad avatar and let everybody down. And, and then he nearly destroys everything and kills and, everyone. And was essentially like his neglect was partially the reason for the Fire Nation like destroying everything. Like for the genocide of his people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, like, Avatar states out and almost blows up everything, at least in the immediate vicinity, and then Katara calms him down. Is this, I know we haven't referenced it, is this also the episode where Zhao and 
Zuko are having their Agni Kai. Yeah. So this episode, we didn't reference it, and because it's like, it is really cool, though. Essentially, Admiral Zhao, who I don't think we've met yet, um, is the worst, and he is kind of a bully, and he talks about how Zuko sucks and stuff, and then um, Zuko and him get into a giant argument, and then he tries to tell Zuko that he can't chase the Avatar anymore, and he's like, I have to chase the Avatar because it's the only way I will get back mm-hmm. in the good grace of my family, and then Zhao's the worst some more. And then um, they challenge he Zuko challenges him to an Agni Kai, which is a fire bending duel essentially. Yeah. And he ends up winning, and it actually is really dope, and really cool, and it shows you like they do a good way of so like they can't have Zuko win against Aang right mm-hmm. because then the Avatar dies <laughs> or is captured. And, like, we can't have that and have our story progress. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but we need a good way to show you that Zuko's powerful or not just a joke. Because he kind of been played for laughs up until this point. Yeah. But he ends up beating Zhao. And it's a really cool scene. And you can see some cool firebending. I just, we were about to end the, the episode. I didn't want to let that pass without us at least touching on it. Right. Because that was actually a really cool sequence there. Yeah. It was dope. There, I used the right word. They were proud of you. So what they did, they all of the all of the really quick pictures that we saw were really cool in that one. Um, so that was what was it called, the Southern Air Temple? Yep. That's pretty much everything that happens in that. Um, so we're gonna take a quick commercial break before we come back with uh the next one. Mm-hmm. We're back. Um, what's our, what's the next episode? Wait. Words of Kiyoshi. Yes. I already asked you. How's this one start? So this one starts out. Uh, there, our trio is back on the road, heading north to the North Pole. And this time they stop in a little, a little small town called Kiyoshi. And why? Do you remember? Because Aang be- wanted to ride the cool fish. I I was I thought it was because Appa needed needed some gas and that was the only place with petroleum based gas. Okay, you're the worst. Um, one thing that I did want to bring up real quick, and it's something that I heard somebody else say, uh-huh. and it was a guy from. I know we kind of keep everything very family friendly, so I'm not recommending to you people who watch art stuff because it's family friendly. But uh, a guy. Um, from a YouTube channel called Comic Bop, where he talks about mostly comic books, but sometimes other nerd stuff. And they talk about Avatar, and he talks about the brilliance of um, making the Batmobile a character. And that's what they did with Appa, is like, that was his joke about Appa, is like, it's the Batmobile, but it's also its own character that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like, we'll highlight it more in other episodes, but I did want to talk about it a little bit. because I just never made that connection. It is a good idea, though. But yeah, no, so Aang goes, and he tries to ride the cool fish, and then he does, and then the Unagi, is that what yes. they call it, scares the other fish away, and it spooks Aang, and then they get captured by a bunch of girls, and then um, Sokka says some... Like how you're girls, you can't be, you can't be actual warriors. Yeah, Sokka makes some borderline sexist statements. This episode's boring to me. Yeah. It's a real stanker. It's a real, I mean, a guy, it's a real boat episode of... Dragon of Dragon Prince. It is. There's a giant fish, and they gotta. There's a giant fish. The Ang wants to ride, and then he goes to the city, and then they find out that he is the Avatar, 
and that's cool because like the children practically worship him. All of the yeah, all the kids get really psyched because Aang's a goober and he's and a show off. And Katara gets jealous that he's getting so much attention. Yeah, Katara gets super jealous. Sokka, like it's a cool episode for Sokka. Like Sokka learns that like oh, like there's different ways to do things, and women can also be cool and good at stuff. And um, he humbles himself and like learns how to fight a little bit better because he lets the warriors train him a little bit. And also, like, they introduce this cool idea of hope kind of spreading through the land. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the big climax of the episode is, um, essentially Zuko Fire comes. Fire Nation attacks. Fire Nation attacks and, like, starts to set stuff on fire. And Aang dips so that they'll chase him and leave the Kyoshi people alone. But, um, the way that Zuko finds out is people, like, trading, like, through trade routes, people hear that the Avatar's alive and go and when they're shipping their stuff or like delivering their stuff and that kind of thing they tell other people and it keeps spreading and spreading and like you see like kind of like Last Jedi-esque like hope spreading through the area yeah like but throughout like is there a name of the world or land that they live in I don't think there is there isn't like, I mean, like, they name their cities and stuff, but, um, yeah, so, like, there's just, like, kind of, like, a signal of hope and stuff flying through the air. Um. A spark in the dark. Yeah, and, like, that's really neat to see, and then, yeah, Zuko comes and... And messes everything up, and Aang fights him, and then it's just like, you know what, I'll run away, so he chases me. And yeah, this episode's, up. like, real boring. Like, I didn't, like, again, I like the stuff that happens with Sokka, you get a little bit of character development with Sokka. And that's cool. But it's kind of a meh episode. Yeah, but, like, besides that, I don't care about anything. Like, I thought everything else sucked, kind of. I mean, there was, a, there was a guy who had an argument with a pole in the background. Like, straight up. And he lost the argument, too. <laughs> I did. I never noticed that, and that was very good. Um, like, and again, like, this episode just feels a little more fillery. Like, well, everything that doesn't happen with Sokka. Like, again, like, Sokka has growth. None of the rest of them do, really. And I don't, I don't especially, this is, I think well, this is such because, a. That's because, like, Aang kind of starts out knowing exactly who he is and what his purpose is. And also, like, this is a cool show because, like, it's a character-led show in a lot of ways. And I don't like two of the main characters at all. Nifty. Like, I don't like Katara, and at no point do I like Katara. I don't like Aang, and at no point do I really like... Like, I like Aang more or less, depending on the episode. And I don't love Sokka. I I do love Sokka, like, all the time. And eventually, like, spoilers down the road, I don't really like Toph. Like, I love side characters, and I love other characters, and I love the story, and I love the things that they're doing. And I love the world. But I don't like most of the main characters. I like your kids. Which I think is, like, a good credit to the story and, like, everything else about this show. Because I do love it. But that's kind of, like, it. Like, nothing happens. Like, it's not a good episode. It's a boat episode. Every show has a boat episode. Every show has a boat episode. Um, We're gonna watch it to the end. But in my personal opinion, Avatar... The Last Airbender, 
doesn't get, like, the heat doesn't get super turned up until, like, episode 9. And then they freaking turn up the heat, and something that, like, moderately dark happens, and you go, wait, what? And it's very good, but we'll get there when we get there. Karsten? Yes. What is the most comfortable piece of clothing that's ever been invented by man? The man thong. <laughs> Uh, so I'm want to do this thing where I'm doing outtakes for our freaking show, and I think I'm gonna have you say that, and then just me complain for freaking 45 seconds after that. That's gonna be the the outtakes for this one is where I talk about how my friend Carson is a piece of gutter trash crime boy who should be freaking drawn and quartered because of the horrible thing that he said, and because he made he made my ears my ears bleed because okay. of a horrible. I've never regretted doing this show with you but until now serious socks i was trying to get, we're ending the show an honest question we're, we're ending the I show i'm trying to give you the lead hey we have sweaties we have sweatshirts that we sell at whack matters we Those have are merch the most comfortable things i have ever worn yeah is is sweatsh no sweat like i'm not trying to say that our sweaters are the best sweatshirts of all time i mean they are because they have the Whack Matters logo on them, but it's not like they're the most comfortable sweatshirt of all time. I don't I don't own one. My brother does. I want to buy one. My mom and dad I tried and sister one. do. But also, it's getting toasty, and you know what you can do? You can buy a t-shirt. And when no, it gets a little when it gets a little when it gets a little toastier, chop off those sleeves to look like a grade A tulo. One of those grade A tulos and um you can help us with dollars. There's also a, a donation I see what you did there. that you can do. Um, but also, like, in all honesty, it helps us just as much if you don't give us dollars. If you just give us, like, likes. Um, or get more people to listen. Yeah, if you tell your friends um, or share this. Validation is a thing. I'm, I'm going to break down and be... It's funny that, like, uh, this is the show that me and Karsten regularly go full buck wild on. And say, like, some ridiculous stuff that I usually edit out, but I'm trying to do, like, an outtakes thing to maybe encourage, like, people. So people have, like, a digestible minute and be like, oh, this is, like, kind of what I'm in for. And maybe try to draw a little bit more uh, traction for the show that way. But, um, I'm going to drop a lot of the facade real quick. Um, more so now than ever have I been having, not, like, an existential crisis, but, um, a little bit of uh, burnout, you could say. Um, huh. I, I, uh, I've had the sleep schedule of, like, go to bed when all my work or thought process is done and wake up as early as I possibly can to work out and go to work and do all that, like, and work on this stuff and go to my real job and things like that since I was 16 and I got a new job where I've been working, like, 60-ish hours a week and I've also been trying to put time and effort into whack matter stuff and also have a social life and also do all these things. And uh, I've been getting a little a little burnt out and like not to not to freak anybody out that like tune in's going to go away or anything for whack matters is going to go away. Like, no, like we'll we'll work through it and we'll push through stuff and not a big deal. But um, uh, yeah, I was, I was getting a little a little exhausted and I actually I heard some positive things about this show and about like the creative endeavors that is like going on at whack matters and it helped like boost my spirits exponentially 
if you guys want to reach out and just kind of like let us know like hey we watched this with our family or hey like this part made me laugh or hey like even if it's like just constructive criticism hey like that we exist yeah like hey like this was a thing that you guys aren't doing super great but you could maybe change your format a little bit in this way and it would help so much and like kind of validate that like where a show that you care about and like a lot goes so much further for the the mental health and the state of like it makes me feel like oh the hours that I don't like sleep like the fact that I've been on a a three hour sleep schedule almost like nonstop since this show started makes me feel so much better about my life that like you guys don't even know. So if you managed to get this far in the podcast and you didn't you didn't do the bullcrap thing that I usually do when I listen to my podcast and when they do the housekeeping stuff at the end, just turn it off or change episodes. If you made it this far, just kind of I'll be willing to like let us know in any way. I'm sure it helps Karsten too. Comment swamp noodles to let us know that you got this far. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Dang it. Uh yeah, so that that was it. I got a little we got a little more serious this time than we usually do, but, um, you guys are just kind of on, you're going and taking a, a ex- exploration through our mind, um, and this was this week's exploration through our mind, and just remember to tune, tune in, in next, next time, time for some more exploration of our minds. Thanks for listening to the podcast that we produce here at WackMatters.com. Just in case you didn't know, we have a lot of different shows running right now. There's Life's What You Rate It, where me and my brother Mark rate everything on a scale from 1 to 10 that exists in the entire universe. Tune in, where Marcus and his friend Karsten talk about cartoons and their value for people of all ages. Of course, Whack Tracks, where me and a bunch of friends make commentary tracks for whatever shows or movies we might be into at the time. And our newest show on the network, The Music Matters, where my friend Trevor creates a discussion around all the matters relating to music. If you'd like to support the content we make here at WackMatters.com, please go to WackMatters.StoreMV.com and check out our merchandise section. We sell t-shirts right now, and there's more merchandise to come. Even if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, there is a donate button at WackMatters.com that you can use to support the content that we already make and to help fund creative ideas for the future. Additionally, this podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with Audible.com where you get to listen to a free audiobook of your choosing and can continue subscribing for an awesome audiobook content subscription. Remember, that's audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. We love you all and hope you will continue checking out the content we make here at whackmatters.com. Have a great day.